Welcome to Musicians Maintenance, the podcast for musicians who care enough about their craft to make sure their body never limits their potential. For the full Musicians Maintenance experience, sign up for the email newsletter for the tips, tools, and resources that will help you take care of your body at least as well as you take care of your instrument. Simply head over to musiciansmaintenance.com to join. That's musiciansmaintenance.com. Hello, and welcome to another Musicians Maintenance Research Review. I'm Cody, and today we're going to talk about a study called Exercise DVD Effect on Musculoskeletal Disorders in Professional Orchestral Musicians. Now, this was published in 2014 in the Journal of Occupational Medicine. It's by the same authors, uh, Chan, Driscoll, and Ackerman, who did the other two studies that I've reviewed previously. So this is the third in a series of studies on the same exercise uh, exercise approach that they've developed. So the first study was a rigorous development of that exercise program. The second study was testing if that exercise program worked when it was done in small uh, live groups. And now this one, they're trying to see if they can reproduce that effect uh, using just an exercise DVD. So to get into the study, the, in the introduction, they talked about uh, one, of the biggest exer- one of the biggest challenges in the prior study where they're looking to test the effectiveness of the program is the crazy variability in work schedules for professional musicians. Uh, trying to commit and set classes was nearly impossible. Not surprising. So in this study, they're looking to see if they can make it easier on musicians and Instead of having to attend a class at a specific time, if they can just uh, give the musicians an exercise DVD and some handouts, if they can do the program on their own and still get all of the positive effects in terms of having less pain and performing better than they did with the other program. So the purpose was mainly to ensure that the program was uh, safe that it was usable, and they were curious about the compliance of the use of the exercise DVD. So if you gave musicians this exercise program, would they actually use it? They wanted to look at the effect on what in the research gets called playing-related musculoskeletal disorders, or to you it's probably just hurting when you play. But the formal definition, again, of a playing-related musculoskeletal disorder is any pain, weakness, numbness, tingling, or other physical symptoms that interfere with your ability to play your instrument at the level to which you are accustomed, excluding any mild transient aches or pains that may simply be a representation of common everyday symptoms. So they wanted to see if doing... We know that if musicians do the exercise program in a live situation, one physical therapist trained in the program to six musicians, you can reduce playing related musculoskeletal disorders. But the question is, can you do that just with a DVD? Can you scale it? And finally, they wanted to evaluate the DVD versus face-to-face sessions. So what they did, this group has relationships with the premier symphony orchestras in Australia. There are eight of them. Um, and so they had, they offered the musicians in those orchestras to join the study, and they were going to have them do two 40-minute sessions each week, uh, exercise sessions each week using the DVD, and to do that over 12 weeks. Uh, the musicians were provided with resistance bands that they would need for the exercises, as well as the DVD. The DVD contained warnings and precautions for the exercises, about a 10-minute warm-up, 
And then there's five exercise series, each with six different levels. And that's that I go into more detail what they were doing uh, in the development of the in the podcast on the development of the exercise program. And then I think they had five minutes of gentle stretching and cool down. There was a typo in the in the study where it said they have 25 minutes of gentle stretching, but I think there's probably 10 minutes of warm up, 25 minutes of exercise, five minutes of cool down. And then there's also an introduction for musicians within that DVD that talks about the muscles that are targeted and the relevance to instrumental playing. During the, the DVD workouts, there were, it was professionally done. They had two exercise models demonstrating a full set of each session. Um, each exercise had verbal instructions and prompts, as well as a dosage guideline, so the number of sets and reps to do, as well as some animated visual cues to show where you ought to feel the, the movement or exercise. And they were also instructed on when to progress to the next level once the set level uh, once the the level that they were currently doing was able to be completed without fatigue and no delayed onset muscle soreness either. Also, in case there was some kind of ache or pain in, a, in one of these common areas, alternatives and variations were offered as well. And there was also the offer to contact the author if there was any concerns about a movement or if there were any injuries. So that was the, the exercise DVD. Again, they were going to do two sessions using that each week for 12 sessions. And what they were looking at in terms of the outcomes was they wanted to know what was the uptake of using the DVD. So out of all of the orchestral musicians that they have a relationship with, how many actually used it? They also wanted to look at the compliance rate. So um, how many people actually did the recommended two times a week for the 12 weeks? And they wanted to look at the change in playing-related musculoskeletal disorder severity. And they did a 0 to 10 scale on that, as well as frequency, also with a 0 to 10 scale. They also wanted to look at the rating of perceived exertion or how tired uh, musicians got in playing in different playing conditions, so practice, rehearsal, and performance. And they wanted to look at the satisfaction with the program, as well as they wanted to compare it to the face-to-face ones. So they had them uh, compare. Several of the musicians in this study actually participated in the prior study, so they've done the face-to-face sessions, and so they wanted to know if it was much worse, worse, same, better, or much better in terms of a whole variety of kind of aspects of it, such as the the instructions, the demonstrations, uh, how motivated they were, and their overall impression of it. So here's what they found. They they had uh, 140, 40, Uh, excuse me, 144 out of 576 professional musicians participate. Uh, That was about 25% overall. Out of those 144, only 71 completed the the questionnaires after the, the 12 weeks, so they could only get in touch with about half of them. And 21 out of those 71 didn't complete enough sessions. So the final sample consisted of 50 musicians, and that was about 9% of the total uh, total number of musicians they contacted. And there, out of that, there is re- relatively equal split between females and males, 28 females to 22 males. They averaged 2.1 exercise sessions per week, and they kind of got an overall compliance rate of about 41%. The majority of the people who completed, about 70% of the people who completed, already were performing a regular physical exercise program, 
previously. So it's much easier if you already have the habit of exercise to do better, more productive exercise. As we talked about in the last study, a lot of the musicians who are already doing exercise are doing things like general strengthening or aerobic exercise, but not specific targeted exercise for musicians that can help reduce uh, playing-related pain. They did find reductions in playing-related pain. Uh, On that 0 to 10 scale, most of the musicians were coming in, the average was coming in on about a 3 out of 10 scale, and that dipped down to a 2 after the 12 weeks. And the severity, again, was around a 3 and dipped down to a 2 as well. So these are pretty similar numbers to the prior study uh, when they were working in scheduled live groups. Similarly, there wasn't big changes in the rating of perceived exertion or how tired people got when they were playing. And in terms of the comparison of live classes to the exercise DVD, 55% felt that the DVD was better. 39% felt that the DVD was at least equal. And only one participant felt that the DVD was worse. So overall, it was either better or equal to the group. Um, so they, they decided that this represented uh, success in terms of the uptake compliance and safety. Now, the compliance rate was 44%, but if you look at the, the research in terms of average compliance rates for home exercise programs, it tends to be more in the 18 to 29%. So globally, exercise is hard to do consistently for everybody. So 41% isn't bad and being able to do it with a an, an exercise DVD at times that are convenient to you was helpful, it seems like. So overall, they've, they've concluded that this exercise program using the DVD was at least as helpful and probably more convenient than doing the individual classes. It was able to take, again, this these studies... Uh, did not include people who are acutely injured. So this isn't an injury treatment program, but as you know, uh, through musicians, um, there's, there's a certain degree of baseline discomfort that goes along with playing so many hours and that wouldn't quite be considered, doesn't quite meet that definition of a playing related musculoskeletal disorder. Um, but that, that more, you know, if you have an acute playing-related musculoskeletal disorder, you should certainly be seeing a medical practitioner for that. But in this case, the the people who don't have that acute pain, but just have that, I guess, quote-unquote, normal <laughs> pain, normal ache, uh, had less of it while they were playing. So I thought this was a, a really well-done study. I think it's a really interesting uh, way to go about it. it. It gets around the problem of timing for musicians. Um, I do think that, uh, you know, after 12 weeks of doing the same exercises, you can't, you can't just do the same group of exercises forever. And we want musicians to be able to consistently move their body in ways that are going to be helpful for them. So I start wondering like, well, I wonder if you've got a three month program here of this group of exercises. I wonder if you can do kind of like a couple of other variations of that program. So you've got four three-month programs, essentially, that you can rotate through. And if that would uh, allow for a better longer-term effect, you know, with with both this and the prior study, we're just looking at the first eight to 12 weeks and then maybe six months after that, when really we care about 
or at least I care about how you feel throughout your career. And exercise is one of these things that you just need to keep up with. So how do we keep it at least mildly interesting, doable from a time perspective? Again, 40 minutes over the course of uh, 40 minutes, two times a day is, is asking less than an hour and a half uh, a week of exercise. So you have essentially 166 hours to do everything else you need to do and only an hour and a half of exercise. So it's, a, it's very reasonable from a time standpoint. It's very reasonable from a convenience standpoint. It's a really well-done program. If you want to do it over the long term, I think you'd probably need a little bit more variety in that program somehow, but it doesn't need to be a ton of variety. I don't think, and it's a, you know, it's a, a really good option for how to, how to exercise. I did email the primary author of this study asking, like, what are the actual exercises? How can, how can people get a hold of this? And he said that they are currently trying to put them into an online program. So once I find where that, where that is and once that's ready to go, I'll certainly send that out. Um, I'm sure there will be a fee associated with it. But given that it's a, a research group, um, I'm thinking that it's probably going to be something fairly reasonable. But again, I'll uh, I'll get that information, and once I know once once that's um, finalized, I'll certainly send that out in the the newsletter. So here's uh, here's another nice study that exercise, even not in live groups, just doing it in an exercise DVD or potentially soon in an online. Uh, format can be effective in helping musicians stay healthy and hurting a little bit less. So that's it for this study. I hope that's been helpful for you. And thank you very much. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening to Musicians Maintenance, the podcast for musicians who care enough about their craft to make sure their body never limits their potential. If you enjoyed this and found it helpful, then please consider helping to support the podcast by recommending it to a friend or colleague or sharing it on social media. You can also leave a review on your favorite podcasting service to make it easier for other musicians to find the podcast. Also remember, for the full Musicians Maintenance experience, sign up for the email newsletter for the tips, tools, and resources that will help you take care of your body at least as well as you take care of your instrument. Simply head over to musiciansmaintenance.com to join us. That's musiciansmaintenance.com.